to our loyal fan and listener, um, you're probably wondering, where's Isaac been? You know? Um, we wouldn't blame you if that's not what you're wondering. Uh, he is the weakest host. Doesn't <laughs> add a whole lot to the show. But we're going in three weeks without one of our fellow hosts, I suppose. Correspondents. Week three AD. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and we've been lightly jabbing him, ribbing him. Uh, no, we've been giving him a real hard time. It's been completely unfair. His ribs are definitely bruised. <laughs> but uh, I think, much like an overworked, disappointed, underappreciated teacher, going into uh, week three AD, there's not really a whole lot left to be said. It's just, you don't care anymore, you know? It's just disappointing. Some people clearly don't take the podcast as seriously as others, and... It is what it is. <laughs> you know, people people live, people move on, people forget. Yep. Um, unfortunate how that happens, but yeah, we wish him all the best uh, with the rest of his life. But uh, yeah, he's been sick for three weeks. Might not be on for much longer. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he did have COVID. I yeah, did, I did forget. Poor guy. Pe- people were dying, so I suppose. But he got the jab, so he's all good. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Too sick to basically do anything, enjoy life. No quality of life, some would argue. Can't I mean, sleep, can't breathe. Yet, somehow not sick enough to receive any medical aid. Butcher of the week. Uh, early nomination. <laughs> Medicare, perhaps. Perhaps. No. Not, no, they give it to the actual people in need. Not the... Not the not the Yo- strong. Not the young adult, yeah. strong man, yeah. Isaac. Six is. foot. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute athlete of it. They look <laughs> at him and go, There's no way his immune system's not gonna fuck this shit up. <laughs> this is a weird roast. Yeah, it turned into like a like it's a backhanded roast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was an earthquake of a crack from Maddie. What an effort! It, it does get easier. What's going on, everyone? We are here with episode number forty of the Storm of the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. Um, quick note: this will be the last ever episode of the podcast, as both Maddie and I are going to the shops. Yep, a mere couple of days before Christmas. To try and get shit done this evening. So if we do not return, it was nice, nice knowing you all. <laughs> would you, would you say that people can be <sighs> shopping isn't fun at the best of times? Correct. Yes. Yep. And these are not the best of times. These are the worst of <laughs> times. <laughs> I think that sums it up well. <clears throat> yep. Uh, besides the crowd. We also have Christmas carols to contend with. Uh, Mariah and Michael are out in force. It's really (laughs) unfortunate. Um, And we'll just have to deal with it. So, best of luck to us. But what is um, going on besides your shopping uh, adventures this evening? Um, Not a whole lot. Yeah. Maybe you should start journaling. (laughs) 
every night before bed. Yeah, not a whole lot happened today. <laughs> uh, and then you can read that at the end of the year and go, fuck, probably should have done something. <laughs> no, um, it, I, th- I suppose um, it's been good um, trying to get more driven and get more stuff done into my day. And mm. um, I can... Feels weird to say, but proudly say, I suppose. Mm. Um, we've been, as a unit at least, putting in a lot more effort into basketball. I mean, um, we're out there in the off-season on a Tuesday night. That's pretty... That's cool. It's pretty big moves. That's cool. And um, I think we've been doing well uh, trying to get the setup going a bit better, mm. trying to get some more content out there. And uh, one of the... One of the reels is doing quite well still. Yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, have the New Orleans Pelicans just made thousands of bot accounts and they're liking everything <laughs> hashtagged New Orleans Pelicans? Could be. Yeah. Could be. Every Nola on the gram is just getting absolutely annihilated. Yep, there you go. Or is it because they're just on the way up? Hardcore on the way up. Could be a bit of both. Yeah. A lot yep. of bandwagon fans jumping on now. Jumping on early. It's interesting, the bandwagon fans. Yeah, right. I mean, seeing the team you love and care about grow grow its fan base means more money. Uh, mm. Better for the club, better for better for everyone, really. But, uh, but so too come along the bandwagon fans. One of... One of the worst groups of people, I say. Ooh. Lodged, wedged in between somewhere between child molesters and rapists, I would say. Smack bang in the middle. I'm not going to dive any deeper into that. No, it's, uh, it's just to pretty messed up. <laughs> I don't want to risk it. Went too hard. Sort of regret so it. So hard. Well, just to clarify, Matt's not saying the, the, the two main groups in that were bad. He's just... Letting everyone know how bad bandwagon fans are. Really bad. Yeah. Awful the other, people. The other two are not anyway. Yeah. yeah. Can't trust them. Yeah. Well, and that's fair enough. People who bandwagon winning teams. Well, you're not going to bandwagon a losing team, are I- you? In any code. <laughs> uh, 50% more likely to cheat on their partners. And leave skid marks on the toilet without cleaning. This is a real fact um, from realfacts.org. Yep. (laughs) There's actually a recent study (laughs) on bandwagon fans. Um, And at least uh, in Australia, they are more likely to have uh, Holden Commodores or uh, Ford Falcons as their Facebook profile pictures. It's true. Or the selfie from below the steering wheel pointed back up at them and they've got sunnies and a backwards hat on in the car. <laughs> That's generally the owners of like, uh, you know, a big ute or something though. They've got the room for that. But Sometimes you see, I, I don't know if I want to call it a trend, but there'll be those few instances where a drop-dead gorgeous model, highly regarded in the fashion modeling industry world, whatever, will come out and take a photo as you described, or perhaps from below their chin looking down. Mm. And it's a very unflattering angle. 
Yep. And the point they usually try to make is, hey guys, you know, young girls who they're probably trying to inspire, um, this is the power of camera angles. So we're human too. So we 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 can establish that one of the most genetically gifted, most attractive people in the world can take a particular angle photo. They don't look so great. For some reason, that's the photo angle of choice for these guys. It doesn't make any sense. It's because the um the thick beards generally uh, cover up the chins. I s- <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just fact. <laughs> yep. Um, perhaps, perhaps that's a study we need to put out. Yeah, because we're a reputable source of information. Not yet. Yeah, true. We have no studies out there. But if we did a peer-reviewed study on <laughs> the Facebook habits of forty-year-old men who are also bandwagoners, we'd probably be okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, twenty twenty-three, the year of Storm on the Beach science. Um, but yeah, thanks for asking, Matt. Um, everything no is worries. going well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. About to wind down for work uh, after another day's work tomorrow, and then we'll have a little Christmas break. Ooh. Very excited. Unreal. Yeah, can't wait. Um, but since, uh, at, at risk of rambling, maybe we should move on to the uh, Butcher of the Week, perhaps. Perhaps. Sponsored by... Unofficially sponsored. Ooh, good save. We don't, could have been held get liable. Into hot water there. Speaking of that, we're um we're already in quite a bit of trouble. Uh oh. Friend of the show, Zach, has lawyered up after we completely slandered his name uh last week. He was not happy about it. Um he did privately message the group saying, Hey boys, um, I just want you to know a storm's coming and uh, I I take no pride or joy in this, but Lauren rules that relationship with an iron fist, as we all know. Facts. So, Um, they're coming down on us. He then followed up with, all future correspondence will have to be through my attorney. We haven't seen or heard from him since, unfortunately. I don't know if talking about him on a public forum counts. Um... But I'm sure his attorney will be listening to this episode um, with open ears. Yeah. Uh, but yes, our uh, unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week nominations uh, are plentiful this week. Uh, yeah. I've gone nuts. I love it. Uh, turns out a lot a lot of dumb shit happened this week. Uh, and beginning... Do you, it, do you have any particular order of preference? You can pick the most butcher-like after this. Okay. Because I've nominated all of these. I like so you it, can I go like for it. it, yeah. Um, so, hand egg fans. So, there was a post posted um, just to show how much football is indeed the world game. Four, mil- four billion viewers of the World Cup. Wow. 103.4 million viewers of the Super Bowl, right? Four billion. Four billion that almost just seems unbelievable. Outrageous. And without fact-checking it, you know, uh, as you do, of course, I'm not going to fact-check it. I'm just going to rule that as fact. Oh, um, yeah. But there is a bloke on Twitter who has responded. His name is Brother Teresa. Okay. Yep. Yep. He says, <laughs> yeah, but the World Cup is every four years. Yes. That's a fair call. If you get 100 million views every year, that's, you know, 
every, every four years. It adds up. Okay. Um, and 100 million times four equals four billion. Ooh. <laughs> Pretty much equal. See, that's what I was thinking because I, I have heard or seen somewhere that the Super Bowl may pull 80, 80 to 120 million. Let, let's give them that range. So, naturally, as you were building your story, you think, sure, it is every yeah. four years. I'll allow 400 million. Although, anyone who has an IQ high enough that they can tie their own shoes, unassisted, <laughs> would go, 4 billion, that's going to take a lot of years of 100 million viewers to add up. It just it just goes to show um, why there shouldn't be any billionaires in this world, because million is so much smaller than billion. Significantly. So much more. Fuck you, Elon. Um <laughs> He should go down for Butcher of the Week as well, actually, for not stepping down as head of Twitter after... No, shit list material. Fuck him. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't put him down, so I'm not going to do it. Um, fair, fair. My next one is quite funny, actually. Okay. So, in the victory parade in Argentina, <laughs> uh, classic football victory parade, yep. when you win the league, win the World Cup, everyone hops on the roof of a bus, Okay. double-decker bus. Yep. They get driven around their city of choice. Uh, there was... Like 80 million fans, something ridiculous. There was so many fucking Argentinian fans lining the street. The, sh- the, the photos from helicopters look like there's no people because it's that dense. It's like, it's like a insane. forest of people. It's nuts. Um, but the standout for me in that victory parade was uh, Messi almost got knocked off the bus. Oh, boy. By a, by a big cable that... Uh, they said it was an elect- electrical cable, but someone touched it and they didn't die, so I'm going to guess it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they're sitting on the back of the bus and they get they almost get clotheslined uh, and knocked off the bus. So I was like, oh, lovely. So I guess Argentina, uh, Buenos Aires in particular, is not made for double-decker buses. Not surprising from yeah. a second, third world country. Uh, I uh, think it's rampant with corruption. I think it's developing. Is uh, is the um, that's the politically correct the, term? Well, first, second, and third world are all from Cold War, and that shit's fucked. So we'll yeah. um, we'll move on past those. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, unsurprising. Um, I suppose. What do you think would happen in Argentina mm. if you killed Lionel Messi? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, th- there's probably a penalty uh, worse than death. That was <laughs> right. Like it has to I don't be know. has to be years of years of years of torture. I I honestly don't know. You probably get after years of grieving, um, before even being able to compose yourself mm. to start thinking of a punishment befitting drawn and corded by four goats yeah and then lit on fire and then have your ashes put into fireworks that spell out messy when they blow up in the sky like a little fitting tribute (laughs) it'd be it'd be something awful it would have to be now that he has achieved uh, the official goat status yeah Pretty, pretty goat. Spoilers. Whoops. Um, <laughs> my my next entry though is XQC. Uh, never far from something stupid or a controversy. No. 
So video game streamer. Yep. X Overwatch star XQC says he put five hundred thousand dollars on France to win the World Cup. Wow. And quote, easiest win of my life. Mm. So, French fans, thank him for losing the World Cup <laughs> because he jinxed the fuck out of it. That's uh, yeah, that's some Drake level yeah. voodoo. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Drake's a Messi fan, uh-huh. so he breaks that voodoo uh, and wins the World Cup. Crazy yeah. guy, what a guy! Uh, and sorry, my final Butcher of the Week nomination is the sports journos at Barstool <laughs> who can somehow fit 800 words of opinion and absolutely no information like they just they pump it out they absolutely pump it out and it's all headlines and nothing yep and so on the whole three year world cup cycle debate which is a horrible idea for player health and every every person that actually uh is it involved in the game and cares about player health, like managers like Jurgen Klopp? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and well, Cove. they're American, so yeah. Eighty-two games, NBA season, injuries everywhere. Yeah, um, several games a week sometimes. As many substitutions as you'd like, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so it goes. He rambles for eight hundred words and then goes. And then we might finally see the US men's national team win a World Cup because we'll have more chances. I was like, oh, this whole thing is just some American bullshit. What a surprise yeah. from Barstool Sports. Fuck you. You're not good. I don't know where the logic attitude. is there. You're obviously just going to have France and Argentina, maybe Croatia and whatnot, winning multiple, multiple cups. Yeah, because you look at the, the age of France's best players in this large last World Cup and you go... <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> they got a good couple of World Cups left in them. At least. At least, right? Yep. On a three-year cycle, <laughs> a full fucking handful. <laughs> so, shit take. That's shit a, company. It's a terrible Their take. content always seems misogynistic and gross. The guy that they, whatever his name is, Portnoy or whatever, he's such a fucking... Tell me how you really He's feel. such a beta alpha. It doesn't make any sense. What is the beta alpha? He's like the alpha of the betas. What does that mean exactly for our listeners? Well, I've only just made it up now, so I'm struggling to find a definition in my ah, brain. I see, I see, but I, I I, what, what I was trying to think was it, he's kind of just like the head of the alphas. He's like bad of a shit... Sorry, of the betas. He's bad of a shit bunch. Bad I see. Shit bunch. That's what I should say. I, I, ha- I have an idea in my head when you say that. So, mm-hmm. because we're currently living in a time where, uh, well, maybe not so much. I think we're going into post-Andrew Tate social media. Hopefully. But he he was the king for a while. And there's evidence to support that. He was uh, more searched than Mr. Beast, etc. Wowie. And he's got the very infamous alpha male sort of that was his whole thing right yeah being a wanker yeah yeah the point is he definitely kicked off a bit of a trend mm. where naturally when anyone's successful it spawns a bunch of clones and a clone i happened to come across in an instagram reel was a very stereotypical quote-unquote soy boy beta yeah. male yeah fat 
pudgy, neckbeard, scraggly, etc. But he was saying alpha things like, don't date fat women, for example. Misogynistic. And you, you're looking at him and you're going, well, this... Doesn't make any sense. This just doesn't add up. <laughs> I didn't know what to think. The math, I was scared the math and is basic, and it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, he's I think some numbers. I think he was like a old-timey snake oil salesman, yeah. and he'd somehow con people into saying the right things, therefore giving himself the appearance like the like the financial advice guys who aren't millionaires until they get everyone to pay <laughs> for them to teach you how to become a millionaire. Yes. Um, exactly. That kind of weird snake eating itself kind of yeah. kind of bullshit. Um, oh, yeah. No, fuck Andrew Tate too. He's on my he's on my personal shit list. <laughs> um, now pick one of those four to be butcher of the week. Oh man, that's tough. That's it's tougher than I thought. Um, I'm I'm gonna start by ruling out the bus driver. Definitely. Definitely doesn't yeah, take the Yeah, probably cake. City Plan's uh, move. I just thought it was hilarious. It's, it, it is hilarious. Hand egg fans. <laughs> pretty funny. Well-known stupid people, though. That's it. It's a little bit expected. Sort yeah. of on par. As is XQC, you know? <laughs> and he... I don't know how much money the guy has, but clearly enough to bet $500,000 and piss it away. Just for playing video games. Um, the three-year World Cup take is horrendous. Yeah, right? They're, they're down bad. Like, I can get past the misogyny and the sexual assault claims, and <laughs> that, that's a terrible take. That is a terrible, terrible take. Yep. Uh, for it's, alleged sports journalists. It's a little bit like, we all know them, we all have the friend, and it's it's hard because they're such a nice person, but they're short, uncoordinated, fat, and they go, I'm going to make the league. I'm going to be playing in the World Cup one day. And you know they can't. You're but 20, they keep saying... 25. <laughs> they keep saying, you miss every shot you don't take. And whilst that may be true, <laughs> it wouldn't be completely impossible for them to miss every single shot for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Way to kill everyone's dreams all at once. Holy shit, you've got them. <laughs> It doesn't mean you shouldn't try. No, you should. Sometimes no, you it's should about the journey. Try. Yeah, yeah, it's about the fun you have along the way. Um, and the perhaps sh- you'll become a assistant coach for a high school team, and work your way up to being the official water boy for the Australian Socceroos, and you'll sort of still be there in spirit. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So the 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 winner was Barstool Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Sports in. Um, I mean, yeah, whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> um, now the shit list. Any noms from you? Not after reading this. Like this yeah, just okay. ne- this needs full focus. So one or two, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My nomination. Um, I'm an advocate for VAR, right? But VAR is actually my nomination this week, as the Premier League has come out. And admitted to six mistakes that have been made by VAR this season alone. And they haven't specified which decisions. ESPN... Oh, people will love that. ESPN reported that there was one disallowed goal from Martinelli against United in the game that Arsenal lost against them. Um, so, in theory, that is a goal that actually would mean something points-wise. 
Um, but the others, th- there's no confirmation at all. So I don't know where ESPN's getting that from. But shocking. Why say anything at this point? I think it's better to be honest. You think? Yeah, because they need to improve. Because uh, mm. you, you're better. I think I think it's always better being transparent. That's why I want VAR and their decisions to be like their their train of thought to be broadcast at the same time. Like when you watch the cricket, yeah, you're always listening to when you get a decision review. I do like you that. always listen to the umpire. You're like, all right, cool. We're going they talk you through the whole spot, thing. You know, yeah. yeah. They're always saying the same thing. Yeah, like they're like they're totally reading a like a procedural script or whatever. Yep. But it's like. I understand the train of thought. Yep. I'm looking at the evidence, how they are. Yep. Easy. You feel... Instead of just like cutting away to fucking players stretching on the sideline for 10 minutes while we see a decision. But yeah. Um. No, you've you've changed my mind. I, I was going to say, what's the point of, of bringing something up that's just going to anger people and then being a, a little bit cryptic about it? But uh, it is still owning up uh, you know, taking accountability. So yeah, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, realistically, people will be like, "Oh, these teams are totally owed points or whatever." If like if there was games that actually made a significant difference to the outcome, yeah, there's there, there's reason to argue that. But I, if you go to before VAR, yeah, there would have been referee decisions all the time that would have influenced the outcome of a game, without a doubt. So. It's the same as it's always been, except there's more evidence, less opinion. Yeah. Evidence might get fucked up sometimes. Yeah. But at least they're admitting to their mistakes, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that unfortunately is- still on the shit list. Yeah, six is pretty bad. Yeah, not good. Um, I mean, percentage the- of games played, and probably percentage of total decisions, no, that's probably yeah. not too bad. No, I But also, sure. six is not good either. Yeah. Yeah. Especially surrounding something that people are very... Very yeah. vocally hating. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on to something happy. Go to the week. Go to the week. Ooh. You, um, and, you and Zach must be awfully delighted at this one. Yeah, look, I don't really... I don't know if it counts as go to the week, but um, <laughs> he's my goat now. So that's all that matters. Henry Cavill. He's earned to go to the week. Yeah. Uh, he's been mentioned before on the pod. Um, yeah, maybe for once. For numerous reasons. <laughs> um, but this week, he's gone and lost himself Superman. And he's bailed from The Witcher or whatever. So, yep. er- everyone's sad. I'm fucking excited. Because the man is starring and executive producing a new Amazon Warhammer 40k series. And extended universe. Perhaps. The one seri- the one series is is definite. He's doing something. Universe TBD. Mm, yep. But I'm excited. The man plays Warhammer. He likes the universe. In theory, he won't fuck it up. Amazon made the Lord of the Rings shit. It's lovely. It is. I thought you <laughs> said Amazon made Lord of the Rings shit. Oh no no and no I thought, no 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 sorry. Oh that's def- a bit. <laughs> They made the Lord of the Rings prequel series, Rings of Power, <laughs> which I love um, and would love for the Warhammer 40k universe to get the same treatment because it is fucking massive. 
I'm not proud about it, mm. but if you know my personality, um, which yeah, kinda. the hosts probably unfortunately do, um, <laughs> I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know, hesitant to change. It's sort of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings are mm. incredible. They are. And that's it. I don't want anything new. I don't want anything ruined. And it's, it's because I'm a weak, insecure, scared little man. <laughs> I, I don't like change. I don't want any expansion. Um, but I was definitely happy to be wrong about the Amazon series. Yeah, right. Because to briefly sum it up, I watched episode one. And I'm going, I mean, it's all right, I guess. You know, trying to act cool. Yeah. I could. I was binge watching every episode as it came out on release towards the end. And I I was devastated, sort of. Sometimes all the episodes are there, you know? You know what you're getting into. You know it's the final episode. It probably said this is the final episode of the season. But you're so excited. You sort of... You don't see that. You don't read it. You don't feel it. And for the episode to end and no little next episode coming up <laughs> to pop up, that's... Uh, it's pretty brutal. Yep. See you in two years. Yep. You're like, oh, two and, fucking years. And I feel if I felt that way, then the series nailed something. Yeah, right. I think, I think it, I mean, it, it's a prequel, but a prequel that's because it doesn't immediately predate the movies, uh, they get away with yes. certain characters looking certain ways yeah. and that kind of thing, which I think plays out quite well. Um, but yeah, before we um, give Henry Cavill another double wrister, uh, <laughs> we should probably go on to, I mean, we're a sports podcast. Allegedly. Yeah, alleged. <laughs> the the real go to the week probably goes to World Cup winner, Messi. Okay. Because he is the new Instagram goat. The previous most liked post on Instagram <laughs> was the egg, which is just an egg with a white background that was made on a fresh account and got 58.1 million likes in like a couple of days. Messi posts with the World Cup 71.7 mil as of a couple hours ago. Holy smokes. So good on him. Yeah. But also, yeah, he won the World Cup, so that's pretty big. Yeah. Yep. And yep. he is uh, the first player to win two golden balls. It all... <laughs> I don't even... I'm a bit at a loss for words. It sounds a bit silly. Um, uh, I mean this with absolutely no disrespect. But it it sure. get, it gets to a point where he has been so good at so many things and aspects of everything he's done that it almost just yeah like hey guys Messi won the World Cup yeah I mean cool I guess great <laughs> what has anyone well that's it now yeah he's won all, uh, the, all the things it's right like, well, so. I mean what like he hasn't won two World Cups he hasn't won the Premier League <laughs> It's like it, it's weird to think that way. I, I wonder if it's just me or if it's human psychology. Or I think we often compare people to the own bars they set. Yeah. And when you get a generational talent like this who constantly raises the bar and then has to set his new expectations above the 
exponentially rising bar. Yeah, perspective hurts him a little. It gets a bit out of hand, yeah. yeah. Um, Two goals no, he did in the World good. Cup final against France. France suck. <laughs> Clearly. God damn. Got him. Yeah, okay. But perhaps the real goat should have been um, Di Maria, actually, who, I don't know, just like doesn't play for a while and then comes on in a final and scores. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, fuck that guy uh, as well because he was in my um, fantasy team... (laughs) And then he didn't play like two games or something. I was like, ah, fuck, got to get rid of him. I was yep. like, oh, he came on in the copper and scored their like, you know, pretty important goal. Yeah. Pretty sure he scored in the finalismo or whatever that other trophy they win over there is. I was like, ah, nah. <laughs> He's not going to do that in the World Cup final, is he? <laughs> Here we are. I probably would have won the fantasy comp oh. if I kept De Maria in. Bittersweet. Because it would have been the different player that no one else picked and did score a goal. For sure. Uh, but unfortunately, I mean, I'm not logged in right now, but I'm pretty sure I came third uh, with Isaac leading the way and then Ben Tecker's squeezing in in the last two weeks. So It's pretty easy to, you know, <coughs> sort of have a stranglehold over, over a minor, you know, like... Isaac was able to just pour... All the energy of a full work week podcast, all hobbies and activities into fantasy football. So really, he has yep anything less than first would have just been sick at home reading news articles. Yep. who's going to play? Running regressions, statistics, and, <laughs> and stuff um, about who's more likely to score goals in the in the final two games where he where he took the lead. And here we are, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking nerd. Um, um, <laughs> I I am excited. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see all the conversations that this World Cup is going to spark, the new goat debates, etc. Um, the hot takes I'm most excited for, almost like a it's like a guilty pleasure. Like yeah. I suppose like I think hot takes is the males keeping up with the Kardashians because <laughs> you'll get someone on Twitter that you know the Holden Commodore down angle, yep. beer in hand. You think, can this mate even walk up a staircase? And yet, here he is criticizing these professional athletes. And, uh, oh, geez. Isaac is updating the podcast outline as we speak. So, That's hopefully, he doesn't do anything prior to what we've done because we're not fucking covering it. That's scary. He's typing in the NHL news. So, there we go. He doesn't know what we've said yet. So, he has no idea. Hopefully, uh, it's all in good faith. If I let me just let me just hop into where we are in the document so he knows, but yeah, um, I do love reading a hot take. Um, and given that we're called Storming the Beach because allegedly we had hot takes, and then we just have the most generic takes of all time. Um, <laughs> we do while we circle jerk each other. Yeah, we just fucking oh, yeah. echo chamber continues on and on. Rarely, maybe every ten to fifteen episodes, there'll be a minor conflict, differing opinion. What do you mean you don't like fucking country cheese? <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> well, I think it's just my second favorite. <laughs> no, um, uh, to keep it short, yeah, the hot takes on on football, undoubtedly, I can already see like full credit to Argentina. 
And I personally do believe Messi is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Yeah, that's it. No one can ever take that away from him. But his supporting cast, Di Maria, as you just gassed up, mm-hmm. also a phenomenal football talent. It doesn't matter to these people <laughs> that live and come out of the woodworks in the Twitter sphere and the depths of the internet from saying something like, Gareth Bale is the greatest player of all time. He just didn't have the cast. And you go, He hey, played for Real Madrid. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> or, you know, you can see, but yeah. imagine if Ronaldo had Di Maria. And you go, well, he didn't. It is what it is. Nobody had... Oh. Oh, I, yeah, no, these are going to get me too heated. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't have Twitter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, good on him. He's my goat in the football world now. Unfortunate. But <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, we have a brief brief stop back in Australia for the AFL news. Ooh. Shy Bolton has uh, extended his contract for another five years at Richmond. Wow. Yep. Not a hot take. He's an exciting football player to watch. Uh, he, he will score them a lot of goals in that five years. He is. Uh, so good on him for keeping them locked down. You love to hate him, but you got to respect him. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for the AFL. Quite weak, given that it's too fucking hot in Australia right now to play anything on grass besides cricket. Mm, fact. Yeah. So uh, over to the NBA. Where I've got a um, <laughs> bit of poetry, <laughs> so the entire the entire week in the NBA can be summed up with the ball was bounced, and Golden State got trounced. Yeah, they got absolutely rickrolled by the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> who scored like ninety one points on them in a half. Oh man! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was today or yesterday or something. Oh man! And oh, all the all the articles are just KD looking, looking. Ooh, we're um, suck it. <laughs> we're all the starters in. Uh, I didn't even. I, I I didn't watch it, but KD was definitely playing. Oh um, man. But yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Some team. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Trounced is well and truly an understatement. Yeah, it's only because it rhymed. Yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> I do like it. Um, do you have any uh, particular games you'd like to speak about besides besides that one? Well, I don't know. Roll, rolling with Golden State? Oh, we don't have to. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, sort of on a tangent, but at this point, if you don't recognize Steph Curry as one of the greatest players in the history of the game, hmm. you're a moron. Correct. Idiot. Fact. Not a fan. Like That's just an undisputable fact. And I definitely have some disdain for Steph Curry, but I've always respected his game. Is it because you don't like the play style, though? I used to think that was it. Yeah, okay. But unfortunately, uh, in light of new evidence, watching some recent highlights of Steph Curry's game, I think it's a far more pettier reason that he's simply very good and it hurts to watch him beat my teams. <laughs> uh, because uh, it was a single highlight where he comes running down the court, absolutely torches a defender. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I think it's um, 
Marcus Smart. That guy. Pretty good defender. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. Torches him. Throws a perfect accurate pass to Clay Thompson as Clay is also mid-motion, lands, sets. Before Clay has even reached apex and released the ball, Steph Curry's already facing the camera, running backwards to defense, not looking at the offensive play. And the everyone knows they're the splash brothers the ball obviously goes in <laughs> right over jason tatum six foot seven six foot eight completely closing him out and you just think uh, the play was so sick it's like something out of a movie or a video game yeah but at the same time maybe a little bit of bias because i have always liked boston but it just hurts so bad to think like this guy can just erase Whatever you did offensively, like it's nothing to him. And, it, and it's the, the turn and walk away before the shot's in, while it's good if you're a fan, hurts when you're the fan of the opposition it team. It hurts so bad. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not a fan of the opposition team, it's just like, oh, man. I mean, you're cocky, but like it's not It's not like because you're cocky for your teammate's ability, not I, your I own. Know, it's I like, know. man. And he's... He, he is that guy. He is. He is that guy. He d- he pulls up on you, turns around, walks away, and you turn around and see the ball swish in one of the cleanest jump shots you've ever seen. Of course you're going to be angry, but what are you going to do about it? And he's back there already at the other three-point line waiting for you to dribble up, just like hanging out. You hear those stories, like... Yeah, I uh, could ramble on about this phase, so I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But Steph Curry's just incredible player. Um, He's dangerous. I, I suppose if, if, if there was anything to take away from this rambling, it would be don't let your bitterness get in the way of witnessing generational talents. Because does it hurt? Yes, sure. But, you know, in hindsight now, or knowing what we know now... Mm. The late, great Kobe Bryant, who sadly passed away a few years ago. I had the absolute privilege of being able to watch him play as a kid growing up. He was my Michael Jordan. Or, I mean, and LeBron. So, like, so blessed. Spoiled for choice. But, you know, I supported Boston. I repped them hard back then. Biggest rivalry was the Lakers. But I was always able to appreciate Kobe playing. And you never know what's going to happen the next day. You never know when they're going to retire. Um, so, like, yeah. You know, life's too short to fucking hate that guy because of how good he is. I hate Mbappe, but <laughs> I appreciate the man. Yeah. I'll still watch him. Yeah. I'm not going to watch every PSG game because Farmer's League, but <laughs> I watch their Champions League games and, like, it's crazy to see that that talent. It is. Especially when we've got like 10 more years of his talent running around the pitch too. It's absolutely fucking... Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, Pelicans tips, anything? Anything on the cans? Um, They're doing all right. Yeah, okay. The New Orleans Pelicans as a whole are still trying to figure it out. And that might sound a bit silly. Oh, you know, aren't they top four in the conference? Yeah, yeah. They're doing, they're doing well. But if you watch every single game closely... Um, they're still trying to figure it out. And uh, they recently matched up against the um, Milwaukee Bucks, who Tough. are an 
20, 30 games into the season, these guys are playoff ready. Mm. They look like they're ready to run right through to the end of the season and hold up that cup. And they exposed every weakness and flaw in the New Orleans Pelicans who did not look like a top four conference team. They looked like a bunch of rookies out there, unable to stop them. Well, they're close to that. Yeah. So it shows the potential they've had. Have I guess and um, is a positive. Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh. You know, it, it was a little bit heartbreaking because yeah. they were sort of in it for the first half, and then it just slowly, slowly got away from them. Yeah, rough. But uh, yeah, no. Um, still, little things to click. You know, like Zion is such a talented player, such a impactful player. How can they get him going? How can the chemistry with the team start to flow a little bit better? So they don't step on each other's toes. Sometimes there's some defensive breakdowns. There's a lot more than just individual talent. Absolutely. It's not just one good player plus one good yep. player. It is, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of glue yep. that needs to come out. If uh, Zion is able to score 35 points a game, or CJ can come out, or even center Jonas Valachunas can come out and score 37 points, 38 points. But you can't just rely on that one guy to do that you know. every single time. Because they need help. Everyone needs help. Got to be a unit. The Bucks showed what that looks like, and it's scary when they're yeah. clicking. I mean, Giannis is scary when he's when he's <laughs> clicking as well. So, um, speaking of the Cans, should we move on to the Canes <laughs> in the NHL? Sounds good. Yeah, that's that segue was brought to you by QuickBooks. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. We're not sponsored. Um, but yes, Isaac has put in here with the late news, Carolina Hurricanes have taken the top seed in the metro- Metropolitan Division, uh, which uh, he's put in here just because his futures are looking good. <laughs> Can't maybe in it. maybe the uh, the payoff can get him some viral medication for his COVID. Uh, but I didn't watch a single game of NHL this week. Yet again. No, I can't say I did either. Yeah, all right. Rapidly moving along to football <laughs> in, in it, it. <laughs> <laughs> which we have mostly covered. Um, but there was some there was some minor news that wasn't messy related. Um Chelsea have signed uh Nkuku and Kunku. There's too many N's, too many K's. Sorry, mate. Too many U's. <laughs> Nkunku. It's a tough name to say. Um he has been Bundesliga Player of the Month in this calendar year about 12 times or something fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right. Uh, not that many. Maybe like eight times. It's just... it's He's honestly... He's been playing out of his mind. Yep. Chelsea bought him for £53 million. I believe that comes in... Probably should have written that down if it was this transfer window or the next one. But um, if we just want to like rapidly fill this time... With something interesting. Oh, but you're doing so well. Oh, I agree. I'm <laughs> absolutely fucking crushing it. <laughs> um, that's insane. That's like, I'm always, man. Like now, I'm getting self-conscious because of the little comment before storm the beach, where we say nothing but the coldest takes that we all agree on. Pants off, touching each other's dicks. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Think of how many young boys around the entire world touch a football, 
something clicks, they get that love for the game and mm-hmm. they look up and they go, my dream is to make make it. I want to be I want to be the guy. I want to play one day. Be that guy, pal. And then if we're talking countries like France or Brazil or like, you know, one of those football havens, they probably have youth development leagues, grades A, A1, A2, A3 right through to F. Then they've got the youth league, etc., etc., etc. And you keep going and going and going and going all the way until you get to Bundesliga 2. Bundesliga one, you make it to the Bundesliga. You you can officially say you're one, maybe in the top thousand, one of the greatest players on the entire planet to play football. Mm. Then within that, you could be the third string defender on the bench who never gets game time in their entire career. And it goes on and on and on. And then to say... You're a player in the Bundesliga where they have an award that they give to someone for outstanding, phenomenal, personal, I don't know, accolades. I'm a bit tongue-tied there, but for like outstanding personal performance and you win that even twice in one year. Even twice in your career. You'd be pretty chuffed. Even once in your career, (laughs) based on how I was building this. Yeah. Yeah. This guy has won it like eight times in one year, in one season. I might be, it might be hyperbolic, but more than three. But I'm seventy, ninety percent certain it's more than three, because they release a squad building challenge in FIFA every yep. time, every player of the month, and I saw him about fucking six hundred times this year. Yeah. Um, when you also consider he's uh, a forward, obviously. Yeah. Um, who was in this was in the same league as Robert Lewandowski. Yep. Who was playing for, I don't know, the best team in the league, who won the league the previous season, which is included in, you know, when he won the awards. Yeah. Pretty immense that he's that he's winning against yeah, you know, Insane. some of the greatest players in the world. Yep. Um Thanks for filling that gap. <laughs> he arrives in July. So uh, everyone get ready for yet another Bundesliga talent to bomb out at Chelsea because I don't know what the fuck they do there, but they just somehow <laughs> make everyone get worse. <laughs> oh, yay. I don't think Chelsea have had a good player since Drogba. Uh, that's a hot take. Uh, but he's the last good player I remember them having. He's pretty iconic. He's literally an icon in FIFA, so that means, yeah, he's quite iconic, I guess. <laughs> Deemed by uh, EA, I suppose, or whoever does that. Well, I, I'm not going to put a Bamiang because he was iconic for another fucking team. Yep, there you go. Kai Havertz, I don't think he's best position, striker. Timo Werner, we know what happened there. Romelu Lukaku, we know what happened there. Could be. Maybe they finally break that cycle. Hopefully, 53 million pounds breaks the cycle for them. It's due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know what happened to that. Um, my only other piece of actual football news. Uh, speaking of don't just hate him because he's good. Mbappe is, was the second ever man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final. Which, ever. Ever. Of all time. Far out. So the last time that happened 
<laughs> there was Jeff Hurst in 1966 for England in the World Cup final, which they won. Wow. That's how long ago it was. 80 years ago almost. Since football came home. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Scoring a hat-trick in a World Cup final. More likely to happen than England winning the World Cup. (laughs) Fact. It's just straight fact. (laughs) Um, Man, I I appreciate it. I just want to shout out to that. That is a that is a good, real, genuine sort of like little factoid. Like, you know, Mbappe is the second man in the world to score a hat trick in a FIFA World Cup final. Because in twenty twenty two we are absolute we are well and truly plagued by freaking shit stats. John McJohnson is the third Six foot one African <laughs> Philippine half Asian NBA player to go undrafted in come in in the second round and score 13 points or more off a true shooting percentage of 60% on a Wednesday night with above 60% humidity. It doesn't mean anything. Gambling has completely ruined statistics in sporting. I don't know how you said so many things there <laughs> and it still made sense. <laughs> But as an avid follower of the Facebook page, Useless AFL Stats, <laughs> uh, I I get down with it. Um, just quickly with uh, with with a with a late call in, uh, Isaac has sent in. Anthony Davis is injured. Oh no! And would you believe? No one is shocked. Not a single person, at all. Unfortunately, not. Yeah. So after getting the flu, what two weeks ago, he's now injured. So that hurts, man. Mm. He seems like such a nice guy. On it. like all jokes aside, I guess we're in a more whole. I'm in a more wholesome mood this particular podcast. Maybe because it's Christmas time. Oh, it's totally it. He it's seems infectious. Like a, it's infectious. He seems like a genuine guy on and off the court. He plays so hard. He clearly loves the game, and. Uh, Sometimes we forget this, especially in NBA, but he is cursed. He is seven foot something. There's a reason you don't go out and you see a bunch of seven foot people walking around. It's not normal. Difficult to walk. It is not healthy or good for your limbs. No. Um, I would imagine a seven foot person existing has a hard time. This guy is playing sport at a professional NBA level. Injuries are probably going to happen. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's sad, and hopefully he comes back. Uh, just just to clarify, I don't think uh, I, I don't get excited when he's injured. No, no, I no. I think it is a funny running that meme that he does stay. Um, I mean, he, he's in a he can even see the funny side. Like okay. he can see the humor in it himself. Like yeah, he yeah. he put out that real or viral thing. He was testing out 2k and oh yeah played as himself and got injured oh that was hilarious (laughs) um i'm almost positive like if some guy in a a very uh executive studio that we're recording out of uh can can you know clue on to that i'm sure the guy himself has been coached and would know all about it and 
there's probably a whole side to these professional athletes and the sacrifices they make that we unfortunately don't really hear or see. Um, but yeah. They're people too. Dance, monkey. <laughs> I hate that song. Dance for entertainment. <laughs> uh, I have singular segment remaining today, except Ooh. for the coin flip. Um, and we're coming in just under an hour so far. So I think we're actually running pretty well here. Yeah, this we're is not bad. It. Um, it's just the tips. Oh, Premium edition. Oh, yeah. How excited are you? I'm very excited. Uh, on the 27th of December this year, the Premier League returns. Nice. So uh, as, as play stops on the Boxing Day test, day one, Go to bed immediately after that. <laughs> What's that? Uh, with daylight time, probably like what five six p.m. for us up here. Um, <laughs> tuck yourself in. Get up at one a.m. because Arsenal are playing West Ham in the return of the league, um, and Arsenal are going to win by two goals. Should do handily. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the next game is at the same time. <laughs> this is the game I'll be watching. Villa Liverpool. Ooh. Liverpool. You'd hope so. You really would hope so. <laughs> uh, there's so many games on at the same time. It's going to be nuts. My Optus Sport is not going to be handling anything as I switch between all these games. Um, Brentford Tottenham. Brentford yeah. are paying just under four dollars. Wow. Tottenham are playing just under two dollars. Wow. Right. Hmm. Maybe because Harry Kane scored that penalty, they're going to be. Ooh. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but I'm still going to put on the favourites, Tottenham here. <laughs> it's tough, right? Because we've had such a long break that it's it, it's essentially just like tipping a new season at at a, at a certain point. Because mm, mm. um, all the players that didn't go to the World Cup have been just training their their butts off, right? They've had full team training, they've had their private training. <clears throat> they might come back in looking like completely different teams. Um, and certainly, all the players that got injured in the World Cup aren't going to be aren't going to be helping that at all. So um tipping the favorite seems like the sensible idea basically through this whole game week. And definitely with Chelsea Bournemouth. Ooh, you got to take Chelsea on that. Uh Bournemouth are paying $10. Wow. Yeah. Uh and then Palace Fulham in what like the second London derby of the of the round. Uh Palace cuz they're exciting. <laughs> more so than Fulham. Definitely more so than Fulham. <laughs> uh, although Mitrovic... Ooh. Uh, Pretty uh, exciting. Yeah, if he's on. Um, Everton Wolves. <sighs> draw of the round. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I think Everton could pull away. Everton should. Yeah. But I'm going to tip the draw because I want one game, not the favourite. Because you got to you got to have a, a point of difference somewhere mm. along the line. Mm. And it's definitely not going to be tipping Leeds against Man City. Because <laughs> everyone, including myself, has realised that Alvarez is a great, great mover. Mm. Uh, and he's paired right up against Holland um, in that City lineup. So everyone's a bit scared. Yeah. I thought he was shit. And um, <sighs> here we are. <laughs> Speaking of shit, Leicester, (laughs) 
they're playing Newcastle. I'm taking Newcastle. How the Oilers it, up. How does Leicester go from winning to just dropping right back to where they were? Essentially, it's, it's the Moneyball thing, right? Okay, Moneyball is difficult to uh, when you come up with all those players and you win the league. Yeah, big expensive clubs see their the value in those players. And as the smaller club, you're probably like, yeah, let's take that money. Yeah. But then you're continually making another gamble, essentially, because you have to make the sensible choices again yeah. and again and again. Um, I mean, like, Kante was great. Jamie Vardy was great, but he's getting a bit older now. Yeah. Uh, Harry Maguire actually played well for them. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. But, yeah. yeah, the Oilers, unfortunately, no, well, got their money the, the other way. <laughs> Not gonna, how you beat them. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, not Ronaldo at United, um, is playing Forest. Probably still United though. Oh yeah, you would think so. Yeah, given that Forest are paying ten dollars. Um, that that seems a bit rude against Man U. Yeah, no, they'll they'll win for sure. Maybe eight fifty. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, they, I mean they did sign three teams this off season, so you never know. Forest <laughs> could play the good one. Uh, and the final game of the round, uh, I've just noticed that every single game of this round is at one a.m. Wow. Every Jesus Christ! Talk about the return of football. My God. Unless ESPN have the times wrong, because I swear some of them were were different, but. If they don't, is it like a sort of special Christmas Boxing Day derby type of yeah lineup well, or something? They do normally have some Boxing Day matches, but I could have sworn that Optus Sport bro- uh, said that there was a couple of games on it. Oh, you know what? They were probably uh, showing the broadcast start time. They're probably the first couple that have extended intros. Oh. Yeah, so that's on me. That's on me for being silly. They're probably all Boxing Day games for the culture. Um, and then, yeah, sorry, final game is Southampton-Brighton. Uh, uh, it's uh, the battle of the vertical stripes, uh, but <laughs> the blue stripes take it home. Being Brighton? Brighton, yep. Mm. yep. Yeah. Uh, that was that was tight odds, so that was a dollar dollar in it. Oh, pick them. Yeah, basically. Um, it's probably your coin flip, I think. I believe so. Now... Because we did Isaac dirty, and then I think And then you, I did go. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to flip this coin. Yep, you're going to have a have a have an opinion to, you know, you know <laughs> to to uh, a choice to. <laughs> everyone knows how coin flips work. <laughs> Heads, <laughs> tails fucking never fails. Oh my god! Wowee. what a streak! You can't make this up. I even changed device this week. I was reclined on the couch, so I cho- I did it on my iPad uh, that I was reading my notes off, and here we are. It's Got to be well and truly skewed, 66%, two-thirds tails. Uh, if I knew how to use Excel in any useful way, I'd be able to get you that statistic That's very bad. quickly. I, no, I, no, if I knew how to... Cause yeah, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I will make that a project to try and get that up and running. Because There's probably a way to make it live update. Um, well, I, th- I clearly thought that's what I'd done and it's <laughs> it's not the case. Uh, so we have just formulas in it. Yeah. 
the result of heads, sorry, tails. <laughs> uh, that's four, five picks of heads in a row, including Isaac's pick. Um, which he definitely, which he definitely, <laughs> definitely phoned in, definitely yep. endorsed. Yep. But a streak of seven tails in a row, which I think equals our longest streak. Pro- oh, was that eight streak? Can I do math? Yeah, okay. Tune in next week to find out if we equal our longest tail streak. <laughs> you know we won't. You definitely know we won't. Just quickly, um, that made me remember that this website has global statistics. It does. Yeah, it's not showing me them because I guess the iPad version different. It's always going to be close to 50%, right? It would have oh, to be. It's so unbelievably close. Tails is only 50.84% yeah. on a total of, what, 40 billion flips? It just doesn't make sense. Just the way the cookie crumbles is that we get tails. This is what it is. On that bombshell. There's a podcast out there somewhere where oh, they've sh- flipped nothing sh- but heads. <laughs> <laughs> That's some alternate reality shit. Legitimately right there. not one tails. That's some... And they're freaking out about Doctor it. Doctor Strange in the multiverse kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Walking through with a with a character called America or whatever. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, there's a character called America in the latest. In the latest, Doctor I haven't Strange. seen it. Oh, it hurts. Just the character name. I'm like, oh, oh okay. The but movie's yeah. okay. Ah, it's fine. Yeah, like any. It's got Marvelitis. Any Domino's pizza? Yeah, yeah. It, it, holy shit. Yeah. Marvel is actually the Domino's of the uh, yeah theater world. It's never gonna be terrible. But well, yeah, not anymore. It's not pear and prosciutto. It, oh yeah, it's definitely not pear and prosciutto. It's just like, eh. but it's definitely better than Eagle Boys. Oh, <laughs> the uh, the DC of the pizza world. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, with takes as hot as that, we'll catch you next week. It's going off. Cheerio. <laughs>